I'm Jason. And I'm Pate. And this is Strange Indeed, a podcast dedicated to the show Lock and Key. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 7, Best Laid Plans of Mice and Men. Not. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you guys think of this episode this week? Awesome. It's, it's great. <laughs> Good. It had... It was fun, yep. exciting, scary, kind of romantic, funny, plot movements, sad at points. Agree. All good. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. I think we we kind of said a lot of the same things last week too mm-hmm. um, about it. A couple of frustrating things. Been... <laughs> as usual, as yeah. usual, yep. there's you know some sometimes that comes up during the show where you're just kind of like why why did they do that or <laughs> why didn't they do this or something but um but that's okay i uh, like i said last week the, the the good definitely outweighed some of that frustration for me mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm i'm excited to talk about it. this was a, a really good episode a lot of things happened um and i'm i'm ready to talk our top 3 who wants to go first this week what, are you going to go first sometime? I can. Yeah. I d- <laughs> Let's mix it up. Rima goes first. <laughs> Whoa. Do I, get, do I get to go first? I'm honored. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So I'll go first then. Thank you guys. Uh, well, my top or my first, um, first point, I just want to say, um, which you've already kind of mentioned some of the things that, that happened, like, how intense it was and scary moments. But uh, for me, what I really liked about it, this this whole sequence I want to talk about um, was the whole back and forth that happened between Gabe and the locks. Because uh, for me, that was like really intense. And I was just like, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Is it all going to come falling apart? But they kept, they kept going and they kept going. Um, you know, when Gabe comes over and he's like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe Duncan's better. And he's like, it's such good news. And she's and uh, Kenzie's like, I know, I can't believe it myself. Uh, seemed like a lost cause. And he's like, well, where is he? <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, she's like, oh, upstairs, I think, talking to his fiance Brian, in Japan. Um, and so she immediately wants to kind of, you know, get his mind off that. Um, and, and, you know, let's go talk about getting set up for the shot. And he's, she's like, oh, hey, Scott sent you the script, right? And he says, yeah, I can't believe he finished it. I thought he had writer's block. You know, he, he just keeps kind of questioning and throwing these questions out. And she's like, yeah, I guess inspiration struck. And I just really have to give it to uh, Kinsey um, this episode that um, she, I, she did a lot better, I think, this episode than what she did at the Winterfest. What do you guys think as far as how well she was kind of, you know, playing it off, not sounding like mm-hmm. a scared, you know, to be around yeah. Gabe. She wasn't as jumpy. Um, and she, she seemed more natural. You guys agree with that? Yeah. yeah most she overall. Was... Yeah. It was, <laughs> there was still like those kind of moments. It was more with like Tyler than anything that we're like, they're still kind of like looking at each other and like these little like, knowing, <laughs> pitchy, like glances where it's like, they're, they're acting a little off and a little awkward towards like, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I don't know. Something's up. Are you guys okay? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I mean, there was that weird glance between yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. I mean, when he first got to the place and she was kind of 
chumming up to him a little bit and it feels like she's like before she just found out she was freaked out didn't have a plan that's the biggest difference now she's on a mission so she's got her shit together a lot better i agree yeah yeah well i just i loved that whole um like this play between gabe and and all of them Mm -hmm. um he kept questioning you know oh where's aaron and like, oh, well, you know, I don't you know. The know. fact that he had to bring you know? that up, I'm just like, ah, why? Why would you do that? But, I know. But he does say, I like, know, the after... reason he wanted to go there was, like, because Eden's the one that's, like, right for, a, I don't know, for a change. She's kind of been right the whole time, even if he doesn't like it. But, mm-hmm. you know, where she's just like, you know, they're on to you. And he's like, well, we're going to go see how much they know. So I think him bringing mm-hmm. up Aaron was kind of his way of, like, the tossing that bait out like Ooh, let's see how they see how she let's would respond they... to it yeah yeah if she would because exactly. it was more like i think because if they knew what happens that would really hurt to hear and so it would um it's like poking at her to see yeah. if she would crack kind of you know but she handled it super well like i i yep. we don't know i don't know <laughs> she just disappeared yeah. And then once they, they get ready to set up their shot, uh, he's like, oh, well, where's Doug? Uh, so they make an excuse for Doug. Well, what about Zadie? You know, yeah. why, 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 why aren't they there? People that, why aren't they there? I think just. Are you asking me like for real or <laughs> probably I mean, because, uh, I mean, it, it just puts more people in danger, yeah. Yeah. doesn't it? I, I mean, don't even know if they, they know Gabe's there. bad. Like, yeah, I, I think. Because they yeah, made that a, a point that they wanted to like tell as least amount of people, or really don't yeah. tell anybody. Because they told that the only reason, like Bodie, yeah. the only reason Scott knows is because she was in Eden's head with Kenzie at the time. So they're not even like letting him in on it. He just found out at the same time she did. Yeah, maybe she would have told him, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just thought it was yeah, well, that was like, my question. Like, yeah, why why are they not there? But I think we just said it. Yeah, they just don't want to put him in danger. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they start making excuses for the other crew that would normally, you know, be there. And I really liked when they started going into reading uh, the script. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, Kenzie's like, you, you know, uh, or she's like, it's you. And he's like, you know, you recognize me? And she's like, I just knew there was more to you than that shell. Um, he's like, all this time, I never really knew if you saw me. And she just kind of looks at him. She goes, I see you now. And I was like, oh, I, I just loved that dialogue. Meta. I loved it so much. Yeah. yeah. I have notes on that where it's like, it's so like tongue in cheek, but I appreciate it. appreciate like the cleverness of it. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. they're, they're acting out reverse. this scene. Yeah. But it's like, it's funny. Cause like the way even Scott sets it up. Cause he was just like, all right, you're seeing the monster in a human form for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I mean, cause that's it's yeah. kind of what's happening. It's kind of the reverse. Seeing, talking to this monster in a human form. It, it's funny that in yeah in Scott's sequel, I guess the lobster became a human because that's what Gabe's playing. He's playing the same part, mm-hmm. but as a human. But it's kind of the reverse because in in real life on the show, it's a monster. Well, I guess it's a monster in human form. I guess it's similar, right? But it feels like mm-hmm. in the show, she's saying, I can see the monster underneath but in the movie she's saying i used to see the monster but now i see the good person <laughs> yeah right but yeah. it's clever so, i mean yeah, i love that part yeah. too <laughs> yeah i just thought it was fun dialogue mm-hmm. and uh just kind of went along with the situation um but yeah that was 
I, I'm sure we'll talk more details of like their plan, what the locks uh, had, you know, what they came up with and, and how to, you know, get rid of Dodge. And um, but I that just really stood out to me because it was just so intense with the music and, you know, Gabe's questioning and, you know, getting uh, Eden, you know, separated um, and then just seeing how it all, you know, kind of went down. You know, I just I really loved all of that it was just because um, I thought it was really well done. I, I was really super tense, like the whole time and i don't often feel that whenever i watch this show. i love it but it's not you know it's been getting dark and stuff and this was one was definitely dark um but i this they, they definitely played up the intensity really well for me and i appreciated mm-hmm. that so i just wanted to kind of talk about um that in particular so yeah that's my number three awesome who wants to go next <laughs> i think it's your turn Pete. all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah rock paper scissors Pete. <laughs> Uh, I'll go. Yeah, I have so many notes about like all of that stuff, but I wanted to start with just some like a little side thing uh, that I thought was interesting. But I just wanted to talk about Josh a little bit and Oy. just that that whole situation. Mostly, yeah, him and Nina and their conversation. But what we get from him is we find out this big mystery email that we were like, oh my god, what could it mean? Who knows it? And it's literally just Javi pranking his friend Brinker by being like, ooh, Brinker's the one that stole it. And I have inside information. It's like ooh. false information. <laughs> and like, just as a prank. And, you know, I want to say Josh like flipped out, but not really. I mean, honestly, he handled it pretty well. I mean, you can tell he's pissed off, but like. It was a bit not much. Really- it's a little but over, but like not was, like I could. He was a little. He could have reacted worse. Was, like I mean, he he's not have. getting physical or screaming. He's or not showing any guy demon or, teeth you know. or anything. <laughs> right, right. But I thought you it bitch. was. Yeah, no. Um. It was. It was telling. <laughs> you know, he was super pissed. But when Nina caught mm-hmm. him in the act, I thought maybe he'll like pretend or try to play it off. Or but no, he was just like, yeah, mad they stole something. So that was said something about his character to me. Like I feel potentially better about him now. Yeah, I, I after their conversation, I really don't think he's bad. I think, you know, he Unless definitely this is has, all a red herring. Yeah, <laughs> it always is. Uh, but I mean, because we get his real reason, because we have Nina even ask him. It's like, and there it is. He lays it out. So the real reason you came to Matheson wasn't just to get away, but like the main reason was because you're looking for this door and you're looking for, I mean, the black door. And that's, that's why they're there. Because, you know, he talks about the whispering iron. He doesn't call it that because he doesn't know that he knows a lot about it, but still not everything and not the most important parts. Like he's just whatever he's read in his ancestors journal. So it's related to the black door and he knows what the black door is in some sense. That it's like this portal to another realm, a supernatural dimension, but he's not completely on the right track. Cause he's thinking that it's like the key, the iron itself is a key to the door. When we know there's actually a literal key that does that, so that's not what the iron does. But uh, and also, but that- like if this British soldier that we saw is his ancestor, which seems like that's probably the case, or yeah, it's related to that event that we saw in some way. Then when and that and the whispering iron, I think came from that time. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, back then there was no black door, so you didn't even need a key. You just needed to like move the rocks out of the way. Right. And, and yeah. And so, yeah, that, and I'm like, what did, I wish we knew exactly what this person wrote in their journal for him to think that must've been kind of vague, I guess. Knows the door has like this immense power, but then the way he's talking about it, 
Like it's almost like an afterlife kind of thing because he's talking about like he's going oh, there yeah. as like it's a way of him for re- reconnecting with his late wife, wife or you know things like that. That's the main thing. That's yeah. the main thing because he's trying to. Mm-hmm. That's why she can Nina is doesn't just think you're freaking nuts because she can identify. Well, I lost my husband and I was trying to find a way to make it make I sense. Mean, yeah, she put it's the all urn about in him the, trying like, to contact his wife. Go back to season one where she puts the urn in the mending cabinet and is like trying to bring him back to life. Like she's done some pretty desperate stuff too, so she gets it. I guess so. Yeah, she probably doesn't remember uh, that though. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but she is very understanding with him, which is nice because uh, I did like that his line. He goes, "How is it possible that you're not calculating the shortest distance to the nearest loony bin?" Which is great. Uh, but she's like, "I've been there. I, I know what you're dealing with." And so, yeah, he's just I'm really interested to see where it goes, because it seems like she's like, okay, he's hurting, he's grieving and people do, you know, (laughs) weird stuff that maybe not bad, but just you kind of go to different places in your mind whenever you're in those places. You go to a seance. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's it's, it's fine. You know, he he's coping in his own way. And as long as he doesn't lose himself in it, then give him his his time and so she's understanding about that so i'm interested to see where things go with him because i mean he can't get the whispering iron back because it has been melted into under uh, turned into a key at this point so by the end of the episode so right. i don't know where he's gonna go from here he does have the small world key now uh so i'm interested to see if he like figures out more things about the keys and their significance or something i don't know how they will get there but he has a key so maybe That'll happen. Since he has that key, I was like, way to go, Josh. You just unleashed an angry demon on your girlfriend's kids in their house. So uh, good job with that. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Messed up there. Messed that up. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's yeah. really understanding with him. But it seems like she, they're definitely in the honeymoon phase of their dating life together because she like loves everything he does. You know, she's really into this British soldier suit that he's wearing and she's totally like, oh, you're looking for a portal to find your dead wife? That's so cute. (laughs) Whereas maybe 10 years from now, she'd be like, you're fucking nuts. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe not. Um, That's my number three, too, is is Josh and Nina who um the the idea of the two kids or javi pranking brinker i was sort of like okay what was the point of that story wise i guess it was just to have something where nina would see him being frustrated and that would open up things between them where he would finally tell her what's up right that's why they did that on this show you know because it did seem like a little Feels bit of a letdown like <laughs> yeah but i guess that was why and uh let's see yeah that's one of the big reasons why he came to matheson and he's nervous about telling her which explains why he's been so secretive and he does sound pretty insane but and if I, if, I mean, I'm trying to think in the real world, if I, if someone said to me, I'm looking for a doorway so I can find my dead wife, you know, beyond this mortal plane, 
I would think they were crazy. I'd be like, okay, I'm shifting into this mode where I'm just like, okay, pal, cool. Well, I got to go. <laughs> Good luck with that. Well, yeah. Have fun with that. <laughs> but maybe because it's a TV show and things are a little heightened, it's not as big of a deal there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but she, I mean, she doesn't actually say she believes it. She just is more like, yeah, I went a little crazy with my husband too, so I get it. And please just don't get lost mm-hmm. in this, you know? Do yeah. your thing for a while, but... Uh, so I, I don't think she's really saying, yeah, I'm going to help you look for this doorway. Maybe it'll be great. Also, I mean, wonder if she's a little bit like, um, what about me? You want to find your wife? But I mean, you got to have some understanding for someone who lost their spouse for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I guess that's why, I mean, he's had this journal, he's had this uh, hunk of metal and, but he never came to Matheson before. But the reason for that could, it seems like, well, probably didn't believe it before but now that he lost his wife that will that motivates him to think maybe there's a possibility there and let's go try it out just in case you know yeah uh and so yeah i mean this could be the entire mystery of him solved or like i said earlier it could just be a red herring to make us think kind of drop our guard and suddenly bam he's he's a bad guy i mean we still don't really know exactly how it connects to this scene we saw at the beginning of the season and mm-hmm. we saw a British soldier get hit with one of those bullets and get possessed, presumably. So I'm still very curious, like, okay, what happened with that? And how does that connect yeah. with, it connects with Josh somehow, clearly, because he's so into the whole American Revolution. He's got American Revolution facts up on his chalkboard. That's his area of interest. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we got some movement on his story for sure. But, and I do think that probably he's being totally sincere here but i don't know for sure there's like 10 or 15 percent of me that's like maybe it's all bullshit (laughs) right (laughs) you know what about you never fully trust josh (laughs) no not fully i still think he's not being completely honest really still think yeah i i I, you think he might be and i could uh i mean i I think what he what he said to Nina was sincere. I just still don't feel like he's telling the whole truth or he's okay. not being as forthcoming. I still think he's holding information back. Hmm. Um, so I don't think necessarily that he's lying, or at least what he said was a lie, but I do – I don't know. That's – and I could be wrong. I'm totally of course. fine with, we don't with, know. if I'm wrong. We don't know. I mean, I, I no, think everything I don't, I don't know. I just said don't was... fully trust him yet. I don't, I don't – yeah. See, me and you are not quite on the same page because – I don't necessarily think that everything he said was true, but he's leaving something out. I think either everything he said was true or it was all a lie, (laughs) but I don't know. I don't know. I just think he's not telling everything. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that's still lying, I guess. Um, uh, But it's different than what what I'm saying, which is maybe it's all just a story, you know? Right. I, I don't know. I think it's probably just the truth. I, I, I think what he said is the truth. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think he's telling Maybe. 100% of that truth. I still feel right. like he's holding something back now, does it have... and he's not telling her everything. I think he's giving her enough to explain um, yeah. without telling her the whole thing. I mean, thing. What, like, what I if you're going to say that. like, okay, I'm looking for my dead wife in a portal, but there's this one part I don't want to <laughs> tell you. I'm like, what would you be holding back? Like, just tell that part. I mean, well, he, with, with the model part? house, with the model of key house, the, the small world, whatever, because... This is 
show relevant as well, not just the comics, right? I don't have it mixed. But, I mean, the the sea caves that have the door in them are technically on lock property. They're behind the house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know that's I in, think the, the on case the show, in the comics. I think on the show it might be a ways away. <sighs> it's like a, a mile yeah. away or something. Maybe that maybe it's still on the grounds, but... I, I still think it's on lock grounds, property. I, think. I think so. Okay. Because yeah. then, like, because if he knows the location of it, then that could even he tie further into why he. But I don't think he does. That's so it's, I'm not. At least the way he's know. presenting himself now, yeah, he says he's looking for it, so that means he doesn't know where it is. Because then that would make more sense. But then it would be like, so that's a fatu- an infatuation with Keyhouse itself. Other than it, he also is just a big revolutionary nut. Then it's okay. It was a big part of the Revolutionary War in Matheson. It also, is was like a yeah. storehouse he and knows, all that stuff. So it has yeah. that significance. Yeah, I mean, maybe the yeah. I guess you're right. We don't know exactly what why he's why he's fixated on Keyhouse, but he has mentioned that Keyhouse is was a place where they, you know, the soldiers used it as a base, and um, that there's a lot of ledger. Well, he got that ledger and everything, so he's gotten information that it might be local to that area. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel, yeah, it's it's fine. I know I'm in the minority here. I just feel like he he still knows more than what he's saying. I still feel like he he like he does have that the miniature house of of key house, and I don't know. I feel like he knows a little bit more about it than mm-hmm. than what he's saying. But I don't know what he knows because I don't know. He hasn't <laughs> said anything. We haven't been given that. He sure so doesn't like seem this, to know that you know, the, the dollhouse is magic thing. or anything. You know, he was like, "Where'd you get this key?" And he doesn't know that. He doesn't mm-hmm. seem to. Yeah. Well, but I mean, he's an adult also, and all the mm-hmm. adults don't know magic unless you've been unless you've used the um, memory the key. Shit. What's that yeah, thing memory called? Key. Memory Lost, key. I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, I need the memory key because I can't remember what it was called the memory key. But I do. Yeah, I could use the that's why key. I kind of think he's probably just telling the truth because he didn't seem to know anything about that. And I don't yeah, know. The only yeah, other we'll way see. he could be an adult who knows about magic is if he's not a human. If human. he's actually even so. <laughs> right. Human. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just I I don't yet fully trust him. I maybe as as we get more, you know, it will be like okay, yes, he's a good guy, and I'm fine with that. I'm not wanting him to. I just don't. I feel like there's just so many unknowns and and so many characters, and him just being a new character. I don't fully trust him. Yet. He's got to earn it mm-hmm. with me. Um, mm-hmm. and and maybe he will. I just don't. I'm not ready to go there yet. But I do like that we at least got. And he's actually my number. Uh, too, which we've talked about him a lot, so I don't have a whole lot more to add. I just, I, I did appreciate that we did finally on episode seven got more out of him this week, and he, you know, did at least reveal his knowledge of the artifact. He did mm-hmm. provide some information as to, you know, what it was or what he thinks it is. He doesn't know it's whispering iron, but it's an artifact, and it it's somehow related to his family history. And you know, he does mention, you know, uh, the black door. Um, you know, so I like that. I was like, okay, we're finally getting something. So I'm, I'm more open to, you know, at least believing that he's more good than bad. I know I've be. given him crap. Yeah, I've, and I've also given it a makes sense. Season, it, so it makes sense why he would hide it now too. Why he would 
because it's nuts. (laughs) So it's like, okay, now I get why you maybe if he's believe if he's telling the truth now that I get why you wouldn't just come right out with that on the first date. I'd rather, yeah, yeah, I'd rather not chase her away with my insanity. Um, (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little bit more inclined to, to lean on the side that he's probably not the bad guy. I just didn't appreciate how all, all the uh, episodes until, this one that he's just and again maybe because he does sound a little batshit that he's that that would be why you wouldn't just spill the beans on on why you're there or this artifact and all these other things because of how it would sound to someone i mean i got things i could tell you you guys where you'd just be hanging up right now but i'm keeping that you know i want to keep you guys as friends (laughs) i got Um, you beat my friend but just to (laughs) don't tell me uh but just to be clear i'm not saying i think he's for sure a good guy i'm thinking i think he probably is but i don't know yeah yeah, he he just yeah he just has yet to fully prove himself. I'm leaning more that he's probably more good. I just still have this little gut feeling that he's still holding something back. There's this little nugget of knowledge that he's that he still knows or isn't being as forthcoming with Nina. Um, and I feel like it has something to do with Lockhouse or something. Um, but that's all. So. Um, well, he was my number two, and I feel like I've said enough about him, uh, and I don't have any other points, other than he had to go and ruin or, or be a part of their plan falling apart uh, <laughs> by, you know, when uh, he gets on to Jamie about playing with the house and uh, Eden escapes. I'm like, dude, you are not winning any favors with me at all uh, <laughs> right now, and you've really topped it off. So it's the only other thing that I had to say about him. Um Pake, what is your number two? All right. Uh, my number two, circling back around to where we started, which is kind of just a lot of the plan, the locks plan, that best laid plan that uh, didn't go didn't to go. plan by awry. the end of it. But yeah, but it was it was interesting. I like how the way they set it up is we know that, oh, okay, they've worked out a plan to get Gabe into the well house to destroy him. But they don't give us any of the plan beforehand. We just get to see it play out as they attempt to do it, which is actually really fun because you keep like waiting to see, oh, what's what's this next little trick they have up their sleeve, or what's you know with them uh, distracting Eden in the kitchen and then having Tyler go upstairs and oh, I, I need this equipment for the camera. Can you go in there and get it from the bag? Having this kind of distraction. Oh, that's the reason he goes to the door and then he has a chance to use the anywhere key to turn it into the well house and. So there's all this like plan that they have built up where she's like, oh, wouldn't it be better if I was holding his hand here? And then she has the Hercules key ready to go. And there's all these like little details. I was like, oh, it's cool. That Although she should have just had it turned on. Right. <laughs> but you're just watching it all unfold instead of them like, all right, here's the plan. Da, 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 and now let's go. It's I think it's more fun to just see it play out and not know what they were going for exactly. Uh, let's see. We've talked about a little bit with your other points. We said they... they it's not completely, I don't know if I completely buy normalcy from them. Uh, they're a little tense and awkward, but they played it off mostly pretty good. Because we get to the point, I mean, Gabe even says, like, they had him. It's like, you know, they would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for that meddling little bird. Sort of. Uh, he, says, uh, he says something like, yeah, if uh, you guys were masterful and if it weren't for that bird, you would have... Uh, it would have been closer, yeah. It would have been closer, 
which still means yeah. I still would have won because he's an arrogant yeah. bastard. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I love that they planned on him bringing Eden because it's just like, oh, yeah. Because yeah. she, she says, like, she's like, his I was minion. wondering about like, that. Obviously, she's going to be there. And so they had that planned. And I love the Absolutely. craft services thing is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, hey, Demon mm-hmm. Eden definitely knows her way around snacks and food. So it fits. She does. It's her I don't thing. think she was lying. Yeah. She's, I love snacks. <laughs> that, yeah, please don't. I think she meant she wanted say, to eat Bodhi. Yeah. I know. It's like, don't say <laughs> I, I love say, snacks like that while looking at Bodhi. I'm See, uncomfortable looking... now. I'm creeped out. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, that went in a really it. bad place. Uh, but then luckily he looks back. He's like, they're yummy. I was like, way to steer that back to less weird boatster. Good job. Because uh, yeah. I was, I didn't like that. Um, but no, I think Scott was probably the best at acting normal. Uh, the director was the best actor in that sense with his whole, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, apologizing to Gabe, like, Oh, I'm so glad that you could still come in here and do this. Even after our little dust up, as he calls it, you know, it was like, you know, there's everything's good. And then even with Gabe kind of fire about this, like, Oh, it's, what did he say? It's a, uh, if it's, it's, a, it's as if Carpenter directed beauty and the beast, he's like, Oh, I'm blushing. Um, <laughs> you know, they had that little compliment mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, Scott was the best at just like playing it off. Like nothing was wrong at all. Yeah, he did he a good job. Really, he he understood the assignment, as they say. Uh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, see, I had stuff about the the scene that they were reading, which was fun. Uh, but yeah, talk about again Tyler and Bodie and Eden in the kitchen. Uh, I mean, she's just not having it at all. She'd rather just drink Duncan's beer and let them make the sandwiches. She doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah, and, unsurprisingly. Yeah. But Bodhi's able to pull her in for a little magic trick, which honestly, even without the giant glass trapping her, was pretty impressive. I was like, where the hell did that grape go? You got me. Um. <laughs> I thought it was funny that his trick that he was showing her was, you know, find, well, you find the coin, find the grape, whatever you use. But yeah. yeah. And then that's, and then she was the one that ended up in the glass. Yeah. So that's I awesome. Like and he goes, you, you lose. lose. And then clunk. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, I love Great. just, okay, because it's one of those, like, it's like a PG 13 kind of show. So they won't drop an F bomb on here. But it was funny. Like, she was let me out, you. And then you just see her mouth. Motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, I can fill in the blank. I yeah. know exactly what she said. <laughs> I can read uh, lips very clearly when it comes to. Yeah. Um, it was uh, great. And then I I will tell you, because me and Rima actually, again, sorry, Jason, you're never in these texts. I don't know why I'm just <laughs> leaving you out. But whenever she watches the episode, I just, I knew I was like at work and I just get a text from Mima and she's like, Aloha. Oh my God. I love Bodhi so much. And I was just like, yes, I literally, when that happened, I literally yelled and then just like busted out laughing. I was like, yes. It was so yeah. good. It was so fun that they brought that back. Uh, and I guess he's learned what it meant scene. since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been educated. Cute. Yes. Uh, Bodhi. And then Bodhi was just hilarious this episode because even after tyler goes back upstairs and his little like mocking impression of eden you're like oh my god oh no oh no <laughs> no yeah what 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 it was great and then when they get back upstairs and gabe's like where's eden and i lo- i cracked up tyler, oh Bodie trapped her with some new magic trick I was like, oh, God, brother. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, it, he said Bodhi trapped her, and I'm like, 
why are you admitting that? Because there's a little pause in there. And then he goes, with one of his magic tricks. And I'm like, man, the dialogue yeah. in this episode is really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And again, like I said, they would have gotten away with it. But that dang bird. Uh, you know, Scott has Tyler go, to, like I mentioned, to the bedroom to try to retrieve some equipment is what he's doing. But then he uses the Anywhere key to make that door go to the well house. So they can push Gabe through. Then a little birdie told him something was up. And he fights back, mm-hmm. gets away from him. Uh, has the chain key, which he had brought as kind of a backup plan anyway. So he starts swinging metal and the plan has just completely fallen apart. And then Scott, simple. It was stupid. refreshing Scott. to see <laughs> Gabe like fully, you know, out, <laughs> I guess you could say. Right. Where he's just like, yeah, all right. All the cards are on the table now. Cause even yep. like Duncan comes out and is like, that's enough. I'm going to stop you dodge. And he's like, oh, okay, here we go. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got me. Yeah. All right, here we go. But yeah, mm-hmm. but Scott, uh, I was like valiant reasoning. I he had the best intentions, but it's like, he just had to pick up the anywhere key to try to open that door one more time. And then that, then Gabe can take it from Scott. He can't take it from a lock, but once Scott has it in his possession, now he can take it from him. That's what gives him the opportunity to uh, kidnap Bodie and Duncan and take them back to the forge. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And the Bodie shows up with perfect timing to be taken as a hostage. So, you know, they really fucked this one up, didn't they? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was that bird, that thought, damn bird. I know. Damn bird. I know. And I was like, I, I thought I, I knew for um, so long or well, since Gabe found out anyway that Duncan could could make a key that we thought Duncan was going to be the target, and I thought I don't know, I'm I'm willing to bet he's going to try and target Bodie, uh, and and he'll he'll go after him. But nope, I was wrong because he did yeah, go after Duncan. Duncan again, to make but the took key. Bodie, Bodie was and, a, and Duncan like, was able you know, to do it. Yeah, Duncan. Yeah, yeah. Bodie was the bargaining chip. The uh, yep. You know, yeah. putting the squeeze on so him. I was I was wrong. <laughs> But yeah, so I think that's really all my notes. I just loved, yeah, like their whole plan. It was great up until it just didn't work. But I mean, they did everything they could, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it was uh, it was all because of the bird. But I um mm-hmm. I liked the whole thing about it being a, a little shell game and then a big shell too. And I thought it was interesting that you see Jamie's face coming through where the wall is. I'm like, why is she in the wall? Yeah. But then you see that she has opened the wall of the dollhouse, not the roof. So um that makes me think when she did open the roof, if they'd looked up, they would have seen her big giant face there. Yeah. God, poor Tyler. Um, that first episode that they found that house, <laughs> he would have just looked up from whatever he was yeah. reading. Oh fuck. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then when Tyler left Bodie alone with Eden, he's like, I'm going to go check on him upstairs. You're all right here. And I'm like, uh, she's in there pounding. Arr! Like there's a uh, demon yeah. right here. I don't know. If, and then when she was punching the glass, it was really intense and it started yeah. to crack and the camera focused in on her face. Great camera work there. Uh, yeah. and mm-hmm. she's smiling and I'm like, Oh shit. But then it was Josh that really messed it up. Like I, she probably could have broken through it. It seemed like, but she didn't need to. Maybe <laughs> should have trapped her in some freaking Tupperware, man. She never would have got out of that. Right. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> pulls out her lighter or something <laughs> I just thought of what was it Napoleon Dynamite selling the Tupperware it's like look I can back over it <laughs> and just drives that's off that's a good idea <laughs> she should have gotten a Tupperware Darn it. Uh, or a that tin stuff or something whenever I was a kid was the, was the most durable stuff ever when I was a kid <laughs> growing up <laughs> anyway good number two 
Jason, what's your number two? Uh, stuff about the keys. Uh, mm. The echo key. We learn from Duncan that crossing the threshold of the well house vanishes an echo entirely. So that means going in or out. They can bring an echo through the doorway, going in or out, it will vanish. We didn't know that before. We knew, at least not that I realized, we knew that Dodge was trapped in the well house. So I just thought it's like a jail. But the reason that she was trapped in there is because if she got went out the doorway, she would vanish. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why she used the anywhere key to escape through the supply closet door. I'm glad you said that because I was still kind of confused on that. So that yeah, they were just I trying to get that. So that helps get him to yeah. come into the house um, through the. I guess if you use the anywhere so, key, so you can he use would it have, the other if they way. would have gotten him through that door. He would have yeah been gone right there. Yeah, yeah. so you can yeah because you I guess you can use the anywhere key to make it go through the main door of the wellhouse. And if you're an echo, you're dead. Uh, uh, there's the a whole other backup plan. She should have gone b- earlier. It's like, hey, you know, it's our uh, six month anniversary. Put on this blindfold. I'm taking you somewhere yeah, real special. I got a surprise <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, I got a surprise for you. Come to my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Dang. All right, give it to me. Missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> What's that bird noise? Oh, it's part of the surprise. <laughs> yeah. You're going to love what? it. <laughs> Trust me, it's a little kinky, but. <laughs> Uh, it involves feathers. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the lock and key wiki says the echo key, and this is it, the wiki is for the comic and the show. So this might be, maybe it won't be totally show accurate. I don't know for sure, but the echo key is used to summon an echo of a dead person to the well house. Entering the well house, the user is asked who, saying the name of someone summons their soul as a tangible echo that rises from the well. Uh, which is really cool. I wonder how the keepers of the keys, Rendell and his friends figured out everything about it, like how to use it. And then how would they figure out that an echo would perish cross crossing the threshold of the well house, unless they like summoned a dead person. And then when it went through, he was gone. Uh, or maybe like Chamberlain Locke explained. Honestly, maybe when they're ancestors. To them. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were smart and actually went and talked to Chamberlain every now and right. then. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but now we, I mean, we see that Gabe has the echo key. They made a point uh, to show him. uh, She's like, are you taking all the keys? Yes. Except not the echo key. And I was like, why wouldn't you want to bring that? And I think maybe it's because, well, Gabe is an echo and maybe if an echo is already out there, you could still bring it back to the well house by going in and saying the person's name, you know, and then trap him in there that way. Um, but either way, he, I feel like he thinks I don't want to have this anywhere near anybody else. You know, it could be a danger to me. And, and he, and I think that means the echo key is going to play into the story. I hope so, because I was thinking about it. Like Josh is trying to contact his, uh, wife, wife spirit or whatever, go into the afterlife and meet her. And they could use the echo key for that. He could talk to his wife with the echo key. Well, right, and right and, now Eden is the only one that, well, besides Gabe, um, is she's the only one that knows where it's at, and she right. is, doesn't have such a great relationship at the moment with Gabe. Right. Uh, so I could see her trying to go get it and maybe use it against use him. Use it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good mm-hmm. point. I bet she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, 
he's he she's the one he told and now she's made stupidly made an enemy with her um but i also was thinking oh well why wouldn't the kids at least think about using the echo key to bring their father back but then i realized well ellie had the key and dodge has had it ever since so the kids have never had it right yeah yeah i don't think think so 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 i think the echo key might maybe they will bring rendell back at some point i hope they do stuff like that even though it's a little like do you really want to do that but yeah it's a show about magic keys so let's see something like that mm-hmm. um so anyway I, I think the echo key is really fascinating and it's i feel like it's going to play in but while i'm talking about the keys here's a key location update correct me if i'm wrong on any of this but the kids have the head key bending key hercules matchstick ghost no gabe has the ghost I'm pretty right? sure Gabe yeah. grabbed the ghost key that when he used it that last time. I swear he took it. Right. Out I'm of pretty the, sure he pocketed it. Key and yeah, yeah. put it okay. in his pocket and took off. And then I think they have the Omega key. Jamie, we haven't mm-hmm. seen that for sure, but I think they have it. Jamie has the small world key. If Gabe had the Omega key, you'd think he'd just go back to the cave and get more whispering. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jamie has yeah. a small world key. Well, now the dad has it. Josh has Josh it. Josh has it now, yeah. Uh, Gabe now has the Anywhere key, and he already had the Shadow key and the Crown of Shadows. Identity, music box key, but not the music box itself. This I, I don't know if this is going to come into play, but you know that key that he failed on making, but he turned, he stuck it in the guy, and the guy just turned into mush? Like I mean, that's lumber, something. Yeah. If you're a it's, demon, it's a thing. <laughs> it could be useful. <laughs> if you want to murder that. someone, <laughs> if you want to make someone into a blob, it works. <laughs> like if anyone's going to use that, you'd think it'd be him. Uh, he has the plant key, the chain key. Now we know he has the echo key. That was one of the keys I didn't know um, who had it, but he has it. And the demon key. Well, I, I guess that's what I call this new key. The demon. That's what key. I've been calling it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of the demon key. Yeah, which and, we got to see a little preview of yeah. it was in the opening yeah. That. yeah which yeah. i did like the first time so, we saw like when he was first trying to make it i called it that's what i said i called it the demon key because sure i said oh making exactly demons what he, I, I said exactly what he's yeah. gonna be doing with it i was like uh-huh. got it yay <laughs> so before i'm gonna get to that in a second but before, um I, I one thing i wanted to mention i was wondering why they had that story point of eden losing the anywhere key and then having duncan find it and i think thinking back that's so that we could so duncan would use it to go to Winterfest and show Eden that he knew about magic again. You know, I think that's why the anywhere key changed hands for a little while there. Um, but anyway, I'm the only key. I'm not sure where it is at this point is the mirror key. Don't know about that yeah. one. And I hope we see that again at some point. That'd be cool. Maybe they'll lock it in like there or something. I, I'm assuming since the last time we saw it, the locks had it, uh, but we just haven't seen it used or mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess which I wouldn't blame them for like hiding that away and be like, we don't touch that one anymore. That's bad. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. fear that comes bad, from that bad one. Things. Lock it up. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that, away the key. It's, it's really perilous right now because Gabe definitely has or Dodge uh, definitely has a lot of lot more keys now. Like it's even got the anywhere key now, which. I, I thought, oh, could he take that from Scott because it was in Scott's possession, not the locks? Is mm-hmm. that why he was able to take it? Yeah, he couldn't yeah, have had it before. Even when it dropped and slid, because we got in a previous episode, he was just like, even if it's not 
currently being held by them. It's in their possession if they're the last person to have had but because it. Because Scott picked, but then picked Scott it up. picked it up, and then he was able to take it from Scott. Yeah. <sighs> and then um, the Hercules key got a lot of play. I, I don't want to go into that quite yet, but I just while I'm talking about keys, like you can see why they introduced that because Kinsey was using it to fight demons in this episode. But um, <laughs> then now we see Duncan make this new key for Gabe, and he's threatening Bodie and putting the squeeze on him with the chains, and then he says he'll let them both go if Duncan makes the key. I promise which he does but then he sends a demon after him which i thought was funny um in in a horrifying way but um anyways duncan says he needs to know the key's purpose you know so he can give it that intention and so it seems like chamberlain's instructions were accurate you need to imbue it with this intention and your own blood but the only thing that was missing is that it has to be a lock's blood that's what it seems like Mm -hmm. but i was thinking and this is where I mentioned I was a little frustrated at the top of the episode. If I was Duncan, I would probably think, okay, this key, when a demon uses it, that demon dies. Right. That's what, that's <laughs> I, what I would make the purpose of. I, I wouldn't, unless you have to say it out loud, you know, mm-hmm. well, I would just he, be I don't, thinking I mean, that. We didn't see him. Yeah. We yeah. didn't see him say it Cause they didn't want like us to know what it was intently. until it was used. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I thought the same thing. I was like, you could have found a loophole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> just do what I just said. Like, as soon as this. you turn this key, uh, if you're a demon, you turn to dust, you know, you're dead. So that was a little like he did it, made it do exactly what Gabe wanted to. So then mm-hmm. I guess it turns people, it's the demon key we're saying, it turns people into demons that obey Gabe's will, maybe. I don't know if it brings demons in from this other dimension and has them possess people or what, but it does seem like Javi is similar to the other demons. He still has Javi's knowledge. He he knows Tyler. He talks like Javi. He says, hey, Ty. And, um, you know, it seems like he's similar to the other ones, although he's maybe more obedient and... Uh, cooperative than eden (laughs) but anyway yeah gabe at the end says let's go make some new friends and he says make some new friends so not summon so i don't know if that's significant or not yeah i have thoughts yeah go ahead i that's all i got (laughs) well that's yeah because that's that's my number one so yeah mine too (laughs) (laughs) mine too um yeah, I'm just looking at my notes since um, that's what we just talked about. I was I'll, the only things I have to add is just you know that we finally found out why Gabe wanted a key made, uh, which you were right, Pake. I, I I was pretty sure that one of you guys mentioned it here on uh, an earlier episode, and what the intent was. Um, I, I guess the only thing I'm not sure, and like you said, Jason, I feel like it was a totally missed opportunity for, for Duncan to make like a fake key or loophole and in his intent. Um, and so now that we have the, the, the key, we know that he's wanting to make more demons. What is he wanting to build an army then, do you think? And, and he then says, yeah. in the world I come from, the chaos consumes us and we consume the chaos, which is kind of poetic, but kind of like, don't really know what that means i guess it's Mm -hmm. just chaos i don't know what the point is and then he says but over here watch the world burn (laughs) but over here this world has so much potential to be reborn and consumed i don't understand what that means either well and how is that different how is chaos 
chaos consumes us and we consume it, but in this world it has a potential to be reborn and consumed. I don't know. But then he says to be ruled. So that's pretty clear to be ruled. Yeah. It's going to rule the okay. world <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or try. Yeah. It's, okay. I have a lot of, yeah. Like I, said, I have questions. Cause yeah, go ahead. And I don't have answers to them. I'm just like, so that's, I hope they clear this stuff up. Cause I am really confused. Cause yeah, we, ha- Javi turns into a demon when the keys used on him, but the key is made out of a piece of whispering iron, which is the like, let's call it soul of a single demon that comes out of the black door turns into this whispering iron, right? Mm-hmm. So as as like we we've seen like yeah, so like the demons or whatever are like these living entities from the other dimension or whatever. So does this key make a new demon that's automatically possessing someone, or is it like you said? But then it would be like a one use or only one. that one soul. Yeah. So yeah, is it like summoning one, or is it? He says but he's making friends, is, so he can make more with yeah. it. But it was a little different because then Gabe has like full control over Javi. Like he's like compelled to do anything that Gabe like commands him to do. a music box key mixed right. with like yeah. making a demon key because they'll do whatever he says. Unlike Eden, who, you know, I mean, she did she did under the threat of like her own existence. But, you know, she was like yeah. questioning him all the time. But with, See, but with Javi, it felt maybe, like he had no choice in the in matter. Like if Gabe says you do something... You do yeah, it. Slam and then, head even Tyler asks him. Yeah, because they have that little confrontation when he's beating up on Duncan and Tyler and Kenzie step in to save Duncan. But when he, Tyler asks him, you know, what did he do to you? And Javi goes, I don't know, man, but it feels good. It feels so like, good. So are you still <laughs> Javi? Or like, right. is like the demon uh, like part of him that takes commands but lays dormant otherwise? Like, I. I have so many questions. We don't know. But maybe <laughs> yeah. he's like, okay, when uh, we went to the black door and a random demon bullet shot Eden, it turned out to be this snarky woman who I don't like. So, uh, Duncan, tell this key that you want, that it will summon demons from my old fraternity that were my bros and would do whatever I say. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we find out. I, if, I feel like the show's been pretty good about figuring out what yeah. questions we're going to have and starting to answer them. So I hope all this stuff gets yeah. answered. Like, it seems like a lot of like small details, but with something as intricate or as important as this demon key, it's like, I don't want to be confused as to what's actually going on with it. I'd like yeah. to, for it to be spelled out. Like, like I what mean, exactly is he doing and how? Yeah. I guess if it's just, <laughs> well, okay, look, whenever he like uses this key on somebody, they become a demon that he controls if they don't go any further than that, I'm going to be a little disappointed, but it's still right. like he's summoning an army to it's take like, over the world. Yeah. So I guess that's enough. It's like, it's, it's cool, but yeah, but you want because we've seen that like the whispering iron is like a single like demon that like comes out and tries to possess somebody. It's like, okay, we well, used one piece of whispering iron to make a key. So now like, where are these other demon souls coming from? If that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's like multi-purpose, multi-demon mm-hmm. key. Is it the same demon that just has a bunch of different forms now? And then they're all like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Just don't yeah. know. But yeah, but there's a lot of fun. I, did, I didn't catch on my first watch, but I did the second when Gabe tells Eden to go get the test subject mm-hmm. before they leave the dorm. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't catch that, but I was, I was like, did they already plan on it being Javi? Or did Gabe leave it up to Eden's choice? I was like, eh, I doubt he would let Eden choose anything. Though honestly, the more I think about it, like 
he probably already picked that out, but I wonder. Because we've seen Javi kind of giving Eden a hard time throughout the season when she's sitting in the dorms, like eating a burger or chips or whatever. Right. And he's constantly giving her grief about that it. That makes so me think like, he did leave it up to her. So they was like, I right, go find me somebody. And she's like, yep. oh, that prick. I know <laughs> like, the perfect guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. uh, yep. But, uh, uh, was that was that your number one? Yeah. Pick, or do you have more? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was my number one. Uh, okay. Let's see what other notes I had on it. Uh, just like little things. He goes, "You ready for your second test?" I was like, "Well, technically, clean yourself up was the second command." So really, it's the third. I guess clean yourself up is not much <laughs> of a test, but it was your third command. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, like you mentioned, Jason. You know, Gabe does let Duncan and Bodie go. He wasn't technically lying. He just forgot to mention the part where he sends a demonic assassin after them. That must have slipped his mind. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly was worried for Duncan as they were leaving. Cause that whole like sending Bodhi to the road and luring Javi after him. I was oh, like, that is sacrificial cute. moves. One Oh one. Yeah. I like, don't, I was like waiting for something bad. Luckily dunk escapes after all, even though like, we get that moment where Javi's whacking like him with shit him. out of him with that branch. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, I this thought, is... man. Oh, yeah, no. That was, he that was a great beating scene. him hard. Not yeah. the beating scene, but the them running through the forest. And then, right. and they knew, just run. You can't trust Gabe. And then yeah. this yeah. demon running after yeah. them and Duncan sends him off. Here's the car. And the scene right. was just really freaky. And it was like it was, a scary movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really was good. good. Of course, I have to like pick it apart. Like the one little thing which... It's a movie like trope thing that's going to happen, but you know, Duncan doing that whole like "Hey, this way" and luring him over because like, why? Why? I would just ignore Duncan doing that. It's like clear the clearly smaller, weaker, and easier target is heading yeah. to the road. So go after the kid, <laughs> then double back after the other guy. Like, but oh, that's just me that's in the mind of a murderous dark, demon. Man. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I. Was hey, over too. here! I like, I I'll get to you, Duncan. but this kid's easier. Let me get him first. I'm yeah. going after the yeah. Don't worry. Just yeah. keep screaming so I can tell where you are. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm ready yeah. to come get you, yeah. And then it was great, yeah. That that the like um, it reminded me of Scooby Doo for some reason. The way they pulled up Tyler and Kinsey and Scott in their car. It's like these teenagers in this dark, misty place. I guess is why. Yeah, <laughs> they just need a dog in the car with them. But it was good that yeah. they Big found that. You have to say all, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that they all got away at the end although they have a whole new horrifying threat to deal with for the <laughs> the back end of this season for the remaining yeah, episodes uh which is great but now i love you know gabe coming out and it's like what happens oh they got away he goes, hey, it's not the end of the world and it's like ah, he's working on that soon but uh <laughs> i know i thought he might say something like yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just little <laughs> Mustache twirling. Uh, Anything else in your number one? That is it. I'm pretty sure. Jason, what's your number one? I mentioned I like the dialogue in this episode, so I just wrote down a few lines that I liked. Uh, I liked in the beginning when Nina's like, what's everybody up to? And Kenzie's like, oh, we're filming stuff for our sequel today. Oh, I wish I could stay around and watch you guys work your magic. I'm like, oh, that's an yeah. unintentional joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe in her subconscious. I don't know. Um, by the way, it's kind of, is it responsible for Uncle Duncan to be like lying to these kids' mother and then 
enlisting them to fight this demon? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. And then, you know, Bodhi could have been killed. I don't know. I yeah. couldn't help but think about that. Uh, let's see. Um, I liked when Josh says to Nina, how is it possible that you're not calculating the shortest distance to the nearest loony bin? And she, she goes, because I've been exactly where you are. And he goes, you harangue some hockey bros over a 300 year old piece of melted iron. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, yeah. That whole snacks line I thought was funny. Mm, love snacks. Looking at Bodie, like licking your chops. Um, the Aloha was one I had down, but you guys mentioned that. And Bodhi laughing at Eden and mocking her. What? What? I can't. You're better at that, Pink, at mocking Eden. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what? Uh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we mentioned a couple of these already when Gabe said, where's Eden? Oh, Bodhi trapped her. <laughs> Some new magic trick of yeah. his. Uh, when uh, Gabe said, yeah, if it weren't for that bird, it would have been a lot closer. I thought that was funny. When um, he holds the key up to, Gabe holds the key up to Javi's lower back and the keyhole opens up, he goes, that's incredible. I just thought that was funny because he's kind of had, he maybe has never seen one of these work before, you know? I mean, I guess he's seen right. the head key. But anyway, he goes, all right, hold still, buddy. This isn't going to hurt. Actually, it might. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know. Yeah, well, he's got the identity know. key where it goes in your like under well, the head key too, chin or he's, your jaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, he's seen the head key uh, used. I guess he's seen the head key. Yeah, and yeah, the identity key. But yeah, he no, just it was still just like I yeah, forgot. it works. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was more like yes, Duncan actually made a key that works. Like, he actually know? did it. Yeah, yeah. Like he did it. Like he mm-hmm. told him. Yeah. And then, uh, what do you do to you? I don't know, man, but it feels good. I guess we already talked about a lot of these, but I just thought it had, there's so many here that were like really fun. Yeah. Were you talking with Gabe and uh, Javi? Mm-hmm. Cause I had those, I missed those when I was going over mine. Yeah. You said it's not going to hurt. I actually don't know. But even right before that, where he's like, come on, man, stop. It's not funny. He goes, it might not be funny. But it is going to be fun. It is going to be oh, fun. So delightfully evil. <laughs> and he said it like almost like Gabe before he was, we knew he was a demon would have said it. It's right. going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of good, a lot of good lines and some really good dialogue. Well, it makes me want to go um, look and see fun. who wrote this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't grab that. Great. Anything else on your number one? Nope. Or any other. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, notes. Uh, Looking to see what I have. I think the only one that I don't have that we haven't already talked about. um, I thought I'd uh, mention, at least because I feel like it's nice to at least give her a mention. They, the little somber, like little funeral that they had for Aaron, Mm -hmm. uh, where they, you know, uh, I guess it looks like they felt they needed to burn her things. Yeah. so I guess Nina didn't ask questions or something, and they can just say that she just she did ask things and left. Yeah, no, I'm just she saying in ask. case that she asked or oh, that she oh, didn't I see. see, yeah, that she would question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, well, where's Aaron? But her stuff is still here, so they they yeah, yeah, to yeah. like eliminate yeah. all but evidence. I think it was a... Pake or one of you guys said. I think it was Pake that, um, yeah, that Aaron saying she was thinking of going to the mountains was going to be the yeah. excuse that they would use. To be yeah. like, I guess she left. 
So yeah. <laughs> timing worked out. If if somebody's going to tragically just die on you, at least the timing yeah. was right. <laughs> that sounds horrible. No, uh, and I guess like, she doesn't yeah. have anyone else in her life, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe there's no follow up yeah. at this nursing home or sad. Yeah. They're having a much easier time covering up a missing person situation than uh, Dexter would on our other yeah. show. Uh, <laughs> <that we're> gonna... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This woman who's been in a nursing home and no no family apparently and has just said she's going to go live in a in the mountains <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. But it was nice that they uh, took a moment to be sad about that and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it, I think what was also uh, that stood out for me in this moment is because it, you know, it, it, I think it makes the kids more aware that they have to be very careful moving forward from this point on or they're going to end up the same as Aaron, you know. Um, and so I think it really just makes them a little bit more conscious of, of their plan and what they're going to do to try to be more careful that they don't end up like that. So. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice and touching that they remembered her uh, there for mm-hmm. a moment. Kind of gave them a you know a um, little bit of motivation. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's all my notes that we've talked about everything else. So nice. Paik, what about you? What notes do you have? <clears throat> yeah, uh, had the same kind of note about Aaron, and that they just have to kind of act like everything's normal and nothing happened is adds to the sadness of it that they don't even really have a chance to grieve except for kind of in private. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Eden and Gabe, I guess the fun sassy banter is probably over at this point. The last of it was in this episode Yeah, with Eden still playing with fire. I mean, straight up calling him an idiot, like to his face, you know, uh, yeah. could have been the end of her right there. If she wouldn't have helped so much in the last episode. I guess I that's cause I was wondering why did he leave her? And she's yeah. just giving him too much shit, suspicious about with you know, the locks, they know, why are you going over there to film a movie? It's BS. Why does your plan have so many parts? Uh, if 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 uh, I was in charge, we'd have this key made by now. You like Kinsey, that's why you don't, you know, just like constant yeah. prodding. I guess that's why. He's I don't just know. sick of it. Yeah. But he's making uh, an enemy, and I don't think he should have done that. Yeah, no. Mm, that was, a, <laughs> I think, a very poor decision on his yeah. part. We'll come gonna, back to bite something's him. Something's going to come back and bite him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I love uh, the, the Scott and Kinsey stuff. It's because uh, I thought it was, it's funny that, you know, we just talked about like the future of Scott and Kinsey's relationship last week, saying, oh, she's probably going to need some time. They don't need to rush anything. And then, like, next episode, what if I don't want to be friends anymore? <laughs> what if I don't want to be just friends anymore? Yeah. Like, oh, well, they- good for her, though. She's ready to. They move forward quickly. Which I did like that scene a lot, though. You know, we get, they're going to kiss, and then their kiss is interrupted by Duncan because Gabe's almost there. So it's showtime. They got to, it's like, all right, it's almost, it's time to go. But then you can see Duncan, like, gives them this, like, look, like he knows he just interrupted something. And so he's like, carry on, you know, like he has this little look, (laughs) which is, which is nice. And yeah, and then I love that as Scott kind of starts to leave, like, oh, we should go, that she grabs his arm and pulls him back in and kisses him because it's kind of this, her making a point that she's like, okay, we're in this together. I want us. And I was like, I dig that. I really, I like that. She took that moment to, to cement that. Yep. And I love that. He's like, after they kissed, he's like, what were we even doing again? Um, that feels right. very real. I, I definitely know that feeling <laughs> like, well, <whoa, laughs> back out into the real world here. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I love this whole scene too. And I, and I feel I like, I saw that last episode. I'm like, they're giving each other eyes. This is on, I feel. And you, I feel like you guys kind of talked me out of it a little bit, but um, it seems like it's on. And actually if I was Scott, I'd be a little careful because Kinsey hasn't been as good to him as she could have been in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, I was still glad to see it happen. Yeah. Uh, see, just the note. Oh, yeah. Gabe, when he shows up again, he, luckily they already know who he is, but he's just not being very subtle at all anymore. You know, this first set, he gets out of the truck and he jumps right to, oh, it's so cool that Duncan's better and remembering. So, like, where is he exactly right this second? And what's, like, you know, the easiest way to, like, get him out of your <laughs> capture or something? Just, you know, just, just, you know. <laughs> Just hypothetical. Uh, hypothetically, like if I wanted like, to chain him Duncan up and drag him somewhere, play? what's Where's the best Duncan? way to get out of here? Yeah. Want to hang out? I want to see Duncan. I'm really fascinated by this whole thing with Duncan. By the way, have I told you that? <laughs> yeah. So how's Duncan do it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, let's see. I like the Kinsey and Eden fight. The <laughs> rolling down both flights of stairs. Uh, it's interesting. Then we have Eden. Which because she has a Hercules key, she's able to sort of hold her own. Yeah. Uh, Eden putting the shard of glass up to Scott's neck as leverage till she's able to make her escape. Why not Um, kill him? That's what I don't know. I know. I was like, Eden has been so ruthless the whole season. I'm actually having kind of a hard time believing she wouldn't just kill him. Like, I mean, I'm. I'm glad if she didn't. Of but, course. uh, I mean, because she straight up took out that movie theater guy. Right. I was like, maybe. Maybe she had some kind of foresight, although foresight has not been her no. forte. That I think much, it's because like, the writers don't want Scott out of the show yet. Right. <laughs> it's like, I mean, because she does have that moment is like where she like drops the glass and then cuts his arm with it and runs. It's like maybe, you know, keep them busy with a wounded Scott versus like kill him right away. And then they're like, oh, now we must avenge him immediately. And she can't get away. Like maybe she thought that through, but I doubt it. <laughs> it's just kind of yeah. it's more of we can't kill Scott because people want scott yeah for sure uh and then yeah luckily her jacket is full of delivery receipts to the cabin which is a little bit of a stretch of the imagination a little bit of a stretch (laughs) um i'll I'll allow it uh her her love of food has been widely uh (laughs) known and it could be her downfall there but you know for burgers pizza euros which uh euros i'm wednesday tomorrow is my my day my day where i go and get lunch at this euro spot i've been planning it i'm so excited i get a good euro tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> random tangent i was like oh that does Ooh, i'm excited i get my euro uh but then uh one like my last note i think is uh while they're at the cabin gabe says to Bodie, you know and Bodie says you know you're gonna be stopped and he's like oh like the way that you stopped me with your cute little toy yeah. sword and this mm. but then he admits Gabe admits that they threw Ellie into the black door instead of him or instead of Dodge. Yeah. And I think that's the first time that that has been confirmed for a lock. We know because we saw it, obviously, but like they've talked about it and it's been strong speculation among them. But I think that's the first time any of them have been like given confirmation, like from Dodge. There's like, that's exactly what happened. Yes, you're right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they figured, but but yeah, it's confirmation. And the way you said it, how about that time you threw Ellie through the black door thinking it was me? It's almost like he could have added, ha ha. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's really rubbing it in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, they kind of, you know, these demons actually, I had never thought about it before, but 
in a way they kind of remind me of the uh, deadites from evil dead i mean the deadites are like but they do the same thing they needle you you know they try to find Mm. your weakness and they give you shit about it there's something i love about that (laughs) (laughs) you know i always say that i like um shows where people are petty to each other i guess lock and key is also one of those because these demons are totally (laughs) petty yeah (laughs) Yeah. sure do you have any extra notes, Jason? Because that's all I got. Uh, yeah, I, you just uh, practically went through my list of notes. <laughs> um, why didn't Eden kill Scott? Let's see. I had just like a couple more. Uh, Gabe says Rendell wanted to open the black door and make a key so he wouldn't age out of magic. And mm-hmm. I it hadn't been clear if they had decided to use the key for that after the whole thing happened with Lucas so that they would not forget and they could still like carry out their plan in case dodge ever comes back but if what gabe was saying was true that was the whole reason they went down there in the first place yeah just because they didn't want to forget you know that's kind of comic talk stuff i guess but yeah that ties in exactly (laughs) okay and then the last thing is uh you know we keep talking about like we like duncan we like aaron ashmore and i realized you know what? I don't actually think I've ever seen Aaron Ashmore in anything before. Of course, I feel like I have because his twin brother, Sean Ashmore, is Iceman. And he's also in this game, Man of Medan, that I played that's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's by the same people that made, um, what's that horror yes. game? Uh, Until Dawn. Twi- Until Dawn. So great. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, Aaron Ashmore. He- I have not played the like two or three more that they've released after that now. They've been putting The second one was okay. Uh the which one but the third one um about iraq was really yeah. good it's the best one i mean not nice. until I, Dawn I, the own, best, I own i i bought little hope which house of ashes weird. and then i haven't played little hope yet and then house of ashes is the one after that it's good and then there's and then there's another one i think that comes out soon they've been they're great the dark picture stuff or i think it's right. yeah i think they're like a year in between but um Aaron Ashmore was Jimmy Olsen on Smallville. And I, I watched a few of those, but I don't think I ever watched it later on when they went to Metropolis. So anyway, yeah, I, st- Aaron, I like his, was, was it Aaron that was in warehouse 13? Yeah. But I yeah. never watched that. So I, I know him from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's I good in this the entire, like five seasons of it in like a week to prepare for a panel at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Z Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. So that's all my notes. Okay. All right. Well, that was great, guys. Um, Really great coverage. I thought you guys had some really great points. And definitely, um, I think it was a really well-rounded discussion. So thanks, guys. Cool. Thank you. Well, yeah. Well, now it's time to hear what our listeners uh, have to say, Um, and they had some things. Um, So first um, listener feedback that we have is from Don Elizabeth. She says, uh, I missed commenting on time for episode six, so hope it's okay to do so here. Uh, Yes, it is, by the way. So I guess she's got some things to say about last week's episode. Um, She says, I love how things are moving along. It's great having Duncan back and able to hear the whispering and being excited to participate. It was horrible what happened to Erin. So sad she didn't get to enjoy being out of her head for longer. Cool chain chain key, though. 
Eden is still a favorite, although who eats popcorn wearing wool gloves? Gross. And that maze built of straw or hay bales. Improbable, but awesome. Uh, building that would be so much work with bales. And I can't remember if I mentioned how much I like Connor Jessup. I first saw him in Falling Skies, which is a great show for those interested. Sorry, I missed a deadline for this one. Excited for number seven. No I feel like Don has one. some like farm experience or something. Right. Well, <laughs> so you could never do this with the bales. It'd be a nightmare. Well, I tell you what, it it that gets. Ha- I mean, if you're doing it by hand, uh, I have yeah. um, had to haul around some hay bales in my day, and uh, yeah, no fun. So they'd either need like maybe a little extra help or a lot of strong people. It would smell good though. I always like yeah. hay. The smell good. The good roll in the hay is always good. So yeah. <laughs> As long as there's not a needle in there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll take the next uh, Don Elizabeth again. This time her feedback for this one, episode seven. She says, episode seven was a good one, I thought. But before I comment on it, I want to say how I love Rima opening the podcast by saying aloha. (laughs) I laugh every time as I picture Bodhi greeting people that way last season. (laughs) I've been meaning to tell you and kept forgetting. Now about this episode. They had a good plan to get rid of Eden and Gabe, but that Eden is smart even while being a dunce and a demon both. If she hadn't figured out what they were doing, it would have worked. I thought the opening with the kids getting rid of Aaron's things was so sad. And at the end, when Josh shut off the dollhouse and took the key, will everything in Keyhouse be normal now, or will there be consequences? Hmm. Well, first, I want to say um, I'll have to credit Jason for the Aloha thing. I think that was his idea. That was my podcast idea. on season one. Oh, I don't even remember that. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's clever, Rima. <laughs> uh, well, wait a minute. Why does... I must have missed something because I just thought the bird came through and that alerted Gabe. I, I didn't know Eden. She says if she hadn't have figured out what they were doing, it would have worked. Yeah, because I think, yeah, they were already kind of fighting whenever Eden got up there. Yeah, I so, think it was all about the bird, unless yeah. I miss something. Let me know, Don, if I miss something. And then about Josh shutting out uh, uh, off the dollhouse, will everything in Keyhouse be normal now, or will there be consequences? Uh, like maybe shutting off? I don't think so. I think the only con- the only time the dollhouse has an effect on Keyhouse is when it's turned on and somebody's monkeying yeah. around in there. Mm. Yeah, Aaron said... Like when the spider was loose, um, they were going to have Jamie, uh, Bodhi was going to have Jamie just take the key out thinking that that would fix it. And she's like, yeah. no, the key has to be in uh, for it to like work or, or whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't revert so. anything back. So if something, right. so like, so if Jamie hadn't pulled the glass out of there and then it got shut, then this giant uh, glass would have stayed there in the kitchen, but she pulled it out. Yeah, I don't know. Hard to figure those out sometimes, mm-hmm. all these rules. Okay, the next one is from Lindsay Schlicht, who, thanks for writing in so much, both of you guys. It's great to get feedback. And I asked on the Zed Head Facebook page, is anyone who was watching Lock and Key? I'm curious, and Lindsay's all, well, obviously you know I am, because I'm writing in a lot, and I'm like, yeah, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So Lindsay says, I wondered if we were getting a little peek at the real Josh and how he acted with the boys playing the prank, but then he seemed different with Nina. Is this whole thing a way to reconnect with his dead wife somehow? 
That's what it seems like to use magic to connect with the dead. Their plan had potential, but oh, shifting over, but securing Eden under a glass held down by a kid seems like their weak point. Yeah, I, I, I can't argue <laughs> with that. Why not pluck her tiny body out of the house just like they did with the squish spider? That's a good idea. If Eden is a yeah. demon, yeah, just like scoop her up in that glass. Flicker. <laughs> what happens if you take her out though? Because the spider went in and yeah, then yeah. came back out. Can you but take if you, something that was already? Well, I mean, yeah. we saw that Bodhi could lift like the dresser and the bed up out and they were still small. But like yeah, a living thing were... or a person, would that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and like, what if you Magic. took her out and then turned the key off? Would she just still be a tiny person stuck in the big in until a giant she was world? able to get yeah, back into know. the yeah. dollhouse with it on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trying to imagine this miniature, tiny, little screaming Eden that Jamie's <laughs> holding by the by her fingers, and she's like screaming, you know, if. She goes on, if, if Eden is a demon, why not just kill Scott? Why only slash him and run away? Why indeed? Mm-hmm. Uh, felt like a bit of easy storytelling to find receipts with their exact address, but whatever. I guess they needed a way for the group to reconnect. I guess we know Gabe slash Dodge's plan now to populate the earth with demons take over. I wonder if season three will be filled with demons. Uh, yeah, I wonder if Gabe, like, it's interesting how... In season one, Dodge, the actress, I don't know her name, but she was like mm-hmm. the main villain. And then the guy who with mm-hmm. Lucas later, but it's been Gabe this whole time, even though they're the same person. So, or mm-hmm. demon. So maybe next season it'll be a completely different appearance or something, you know, or back to the first season appearance. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Be cool. As long as they've got the identity key, uh, mm-hmm. I guess they could do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Could be you. Or me. Ooh. <laughs> well. I'll take that Netflix money. Let me in there. I'll go for it. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I need to find some filter that lets me turn into somebody else. I'll go like this. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Okay, we did get a couple of voice messages this week. Always love hearing um, voices from our listeners. Um, the first one that we have is from our friend Eric. Let's see what he has to say about this week's episode. I finally caught up on Lock and Key. Uh, I think this season has been picking up uh, towards the end. Uh, I feel like the pacing has been getting better and the characters have been making less stupid decisions and doing a better job of communicating as, uh, as you guys have been pointing out. Um, I'm not quite caught up on the comics, but, uh, I've read enough to see that the show is much lighter than the comics, which are pretty dark at, at, at points. I know that uh, you guys had said that you were hoping the demons would be um, not humanized too much and, and be basically, you know, just evil. But uh, I kind of enjoy the extra dimensionality that um, they've brought to the table in uh, Gabe and Eden's character because I think the show was sort of already simplified enough that uh, it would be a little bit difficult for me maybe if, if the uh, antagonists were just one-dimensionally evil um so i've been really enjoying uh 
the portrayals of uh, Eden and Gabe. Also had uh, a lot of problems with the way that Kinsey has uh, treated Scott over the course of most of the show, but uh, now that her fear is back in place and she seems to be a bit of a more complete person, I, I hope she'll give Scott the treatment that he deserves. Uh, looking forward to the podcast, and I'll catch you next time. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah, I think I mentioned last time or sometime recently, but I agree with you. I think I, I once I it sort of clicked for me that the demons carried something of the person that they possessed, then the humanization of them became more interesting to me. Otherwise, if they just were demons from this other realm that had humanistic characteristics, I don't think I would like that as much. Yep. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate your voice message. You made it just in time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next voice message we have is from our good friend, Steve. See what he thinks about this week's episode. Yay. All right. Strange indeed. This is Steve, and this is for Lock and Key Episode 7, Best Laid Plans. Oh, Gabe laying down the law to Eden this time. He won't take no more back talk. Okay, he has to know what that thing is. He's way too intense about wanting this artifact back. Okay, so both groups have a plan, and now Kinsey wants to get back with Scott. All right. Yeah. Okay, he was riding his bike before, and now he's driving a truck. Okay, well, I guess. Is that the truck that Dodge had or stole or whatever? Okay, somebody from the dorm let him borrow it. I got it. Does Eden officially know about the keys? I mean, if she didn't before, I guess she does now. <laughs> okay, now that's clever. Getting Jamie to use the dollhouse, and the, it, that's clever. And now she's trapped in, I guess, a glass or something? Uh-oh. Now Josh has the key, but he's going to forget. The, what? <laughs> oh, no. And they're still trying to push Gabe into the wellhouse. Oh, so he can take the key from someone else. He just can't take it from a lock without it being given to him. Wait, she actually kept receipts that showed the address of where stuff was delivered to in her jacket? Come on now. The process is the process. So a, a demon key, it is a demon key or some kind of a, I guess it is a demon key because he's now, he's, or is it just a, he can control other, other demons? I don't know. Kinsey's still wearing the Hercules belt. She should be, right? Okay, so now, whoo, this is getting close to the end. Can't wait to hear you guys talk about this one later. <laughs> You could, I don't think Love you could hear, but we were laughing through that. That was a good one, Steve. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Entertaining as always and much appreciated. Oh, yeah. That was great. Thank you all so much uh, for your feedback as always. Um, I love hearing what you guys have to say and getting your different thoughts and opinions. So keep it coming. We've only got three more episodes. So hang in there, guys. Okay. Um, we kind of danced around a little bit uh maybe some uh, comic uh talk that you know you guys might want to kind of talk about a little bit this is our opportunity uh for our listeners if you don't want to hear the comic talk or potentially be spoiled um on anything um then uh, you might want to skip ahead um but i will uh, open the floor for you guys Do you guys have any anything that you want to discuss that might pertain to the comics in this week's episode or um, I didn't have anything prepared other than until Jason mentioned something that I kind of made a okay. comment about. I was like, that's oh, kind of comic talky. Uh, but yeah, um, <clears throat> Gabe bringing up the fact that Rendell had created Dodge basically by opening the key or opening the door 
because they wanted to make the memory key. And that's exactly comics. Again, that's using, I talked about it last week a little bit, I think with like Tyler and Kinsey using that like grandfather clock to travel back and look at stuff. And they were like, well, you know, we could go back to colonial times and see all the like creation, of the keys and this, they're mm-hmm. like, well, let's go back and see dad. And so they, they go back and see kind of the, the group Rendell and them and their friendship. And like, as they're like senior year and they did this amazing play, but like, they're all starting to, they're about to go to college and all this. And they're like, well, we need to remember all the great times we had. Cause we're going to start forgetting magic and all this. Mm-hmm. And so Rendell comes up with the plan where he says, we're going down to the sea caves and we're going to summon a demon. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, <laughs> it's like, because it's like, we can get the whispering iron. We get it from the door, but just don't let the door take over our, us or, you know, overpower us. Then we can make a key. So it was Rendell's plan in the comics was mm. the memory key was really just kind of a selfish thing for the group to be able to remember the magic and remember the good mm-hmm. times they had before they like split apart. So it seems cool. like in the show it is the same Similar. thing. And that's because yeah, Gabe saying, if it wasn't for Rindle deciding that they wanted to remember magic, then I would never have been here in the first place. Right. Interesting. Cool. Okay. I like it. Yeah. And then my uh, prediction that I have written down after this episode, I feel like I might not get to break into that because it's starting to drift away from there now. And so Uh-oh. I'm like, hmm. oh, no. It may come of nothing. I'm gonna hold on to it just in case. They, uh, yeah, but, to it. Yeah. I want to know either way, but maybe at the end of the season, you can let us know what it was. Yeah, because yeah. like, if it doesn't happen, wrong. then I'm like, well, then maybe I should let you know what I thought could have happened. But I was like, well, maybe they bring it back in a later story. Or you, you can, can just, just make a, you can make a different prediction too. And yeah. Or you can just write down exactly what happened at the end and be like, see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, hey, that sounds exactly like the Wikipedia entry. So. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really good. What's your point? (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Any other comic talk? I don't think so. Unless you have any thoughts or questions that I might. Are you still reading? I I haven't in the past like week. So I'm kind of in the same place. So I'm still. Just curious. Like halfway. Like halfway through volume five. So. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, holidays really plus yep. traveling and doing all kinds of stuff and three podcasts a week. Yeah, <laughs> it's been. I mean, busy. come on, Pake. <laughs> I think you're slacking off a little. Come on, uh, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, well, we don't have Bake Off this week, so yeah. that's a little bit less um, uh, prep that we had to do, right? So, yeah. although I do miss it, great. Well, thanks. Um, I love hearing it every week because, like I've mentioned, I'm a little rusty on some of the events. So it's good hearing it. All righty. Okay, next week we're going to be covering Season 2, Episode 8, called Irons in the Fire. Excited. Yeah, three more episodes. Yeah. Three more episodes. Can we just watch all three and then just cover that next week? How about that? (laughs) Is is that what you want to do? I just want to watch it. I was say I know. Uh, I said, we uh, can do that. Uh, no, it would be I like can... a probably three hour podcast. <laughs> I can wait. <laughs> this is the only show that you have to like um, exercise a little restraint, right? But it's the best show. You have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get to go watch it when we're done here. <laughs> I started watching um, Wheel of Time because Ben and Wendy and Greg are covering it. 
and uh, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's it's I'm, so yeah. beautiful. I'm super into. it. I'm only on episode yeah. three. I need I I got two nice. more. Yeah, it's cool. It's not oh, as complicated so as Game of Thrones, but it's got way more money put into it, especially those early Game mm-hmm. of Thrones ones. It's really cool. I need to check it out. Well, we are excited for you to follow us into Key House, but until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Strange Teacast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stranger teacast. You can email at stranger things cast pod at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the TV time app. And you can find strange indeed. And I think three other great podcasts at podcastica.com <laughs> two or three. I forget. Uh, and you can go leave a review for strange indeed on Apple podcasts. We would very much appreciate that. If you haven't had a chance to do it, yeah, and speaking of great podcasts, um, Jason, would you like to tell us, uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier about some some things happening on Podcastica, but do you want to give us an update? Yeah, Wheel of Time's been great. Um, mm-hmm. for That's House Podcastica. I, I've mentioned it every time, but we're c- closing in on uh, Cobra Kai Season 4 and The Book of Boba Fett. I'm so excited. We're going to have a mm-hmm. Karate house. Kid 3 movie watch night to get ready because the villain from that movie is going to be in the... The next season. I like that idea. I like that a lot. <laughs> Horrible movie with a great villain. Uh, hey, then, I like that. I like it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're going to, um, or what was I going to say? We just wrapped up the first ever Walking Dead related series finale, World Beyond, mm-hmm. on uh, Walking Dead cast, which is really sad because. I so wish that that show, it, it, it really left you wanting more and it was great, but mm-hmm. that, that show would keep going and that they would cancel fear, but nope, it's the <laughs> other way around. <laughs> and we talked a lot about this recent announcement that Kim Dickens was coming back to fear as Madison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. I mean, she's really cool. And so oh, I, I always her. wish her, yeah, I know you do. And every, and everyone should, and I wish her the best, but I, I gosh, it's just, ugh. <laughs> I just, I, I hate know. that for her. I, I'm, I have the same opinion she must want as, it. as you that she, I, I'm really like, I felt like they were already starting to go downhill with her character. Uh, yeah. And I won't say anything on here in case people haven't watched it, but I really felt that they were already ruining her, and uh, now I'm even more fearful. So, yeah, makes me sad. They're going to ruin um, her character. Yeah. Her. They're I don't a character-ruining they... machine. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, Pig, what about you and Daphne on Run for Your Lives this week? Yeah, this week we are covering one of my favorite horror movies, Uh so it's, I'm excited to get to talk about it. It's it's held up. Uh, it's Mama. It was oh, yeah. directed by Andy Muschietti, who did the newer It movies, but it's a, mm-hmm. uh, produced by Guillermo del Toro, so it has this very fantastical kind of supernatural element to it as well. Uh, it's super creepy, um, but also just it's special. I don't know. It's, <laughs> when did that I don't know what like to say too much. Yeah. Um, I want to say like in a couple 20- years, right? It's I recent, way right? Off by saying that. Yeah, it's fa- yeah, it's fairly recent. It so. is okay. 2013. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't think it's the same movie. Well, I was that's older than what then. I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. 2013. That was a little bit newer. Gosh. But it's got a uh, friggin' uh, Jamie uh, from Game of Thrones, uh, Nikolai Coster Weldo. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Were you, I think you and watching. I are thinking of the same movie where it's this woman who makes friends with these kids and invites them over. Right, Rima? Are you th- that? That's, that's what I was thinking of. Is that yeah? Not? What movie is that called? That is that's not a real sentence, but you you get where I'm coming from. I need. <laughs> yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. Um, no, it's not it the says, same one. Um, I thought it had mother in the in the name. Yeah, I know. I know which one you you're talking got about. IMDb up. I have IMDb, but I have Mama, but. Uh, I don't remember what that other movie that you're thinking of is called, but I know what you're talking about. Ma. Uh, it's called Ma. 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 That's yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. I was thinking of something else than too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So no, this one is a, yeah, 2013, like supernatural, like horror. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll have to watch it's, that one. Yeah. I give a little bit of the plot because basically these like two little girls go missing for like five years. And when they finally find them, they've been raised by like a ghost basically who has now feels quite a bit of uh, ownership over them. So then when they get kind of adopted back into regular society, uh, she doesn't want to let anybody else take care of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's a cool idea. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. It's a fun one. All right. Awesome. That is our show. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Until next time, I'm Raymond. I'm Jason. I'm Peck. And Rashonda Walker (laughs) is strange indeed.